Hello, world. You are listening to Townley Money Basics, the podcast that helps you improve your financial knowledge. I am your host, Sean Townley. Welcome back, world, to Townley Money Basics. In this episode, we're going to talk about expenses. Expenses simply are money that you spend. We're going to break that down a little bit today, but we've already talked about income. We've talked about a spending plan, so we're going to concentrate today on expenses, the different types of expenses, and some maybe some strategies on what we can do to play a little bit better defense. You know, expenses really are defense. You know, it's one thing to be able to earn money, and I know people always concentrate on earning money. I call that offense, how money comes in. But I think it's really the defense that really distinguishes people between who is truly rich and who just makes a lot of money but is not rich or is somehow, you know, emotionally poor. If we can really establish values with our expenses and, and really put things, put resources towards things that really make us happy, and you know, and that are essential, I think we'll find that we can be happy at pretty much any income level within reason. I mean, I think there needs to be a minimum income level, don't get me wrong. But I think once you reach a certain point, and some people say that's about 75000 a year, that it's no longer more about having more wealth, unless you're wanting to buy a football team, of course. Those are really expensive. But it's a matter of prioritizing your values to a point where you can be happy within your means. Because really, at the end of the day, a spending plan is to help you live within your means. And if you can live within your means, it should be easier to be happy. Although I truly believe that happiness is where it all begins. The spending plan is just a product of it. And let's let's try to break that down a little bit. So expenses. We have our three buckets. We have essentials, we have wants, and we have savings. Now, I always like to talk about savings first because that should be the first 20 cents of every dollar that you bring in in your offense. We need to put that money away because that money is going to essentially get moved over to working for us as opposed to working for it. So if we're taking one-fifth of all the money coming in and we're making it, we're turning around and making it work for us, then in a matter of time, we shouldn't have to worry about active income anymore. We should be able to, I mean, active income would be only truly what we enjoy doing or it's going to be a hobby or something else that you enjoy. So let's talk about savings. The number one bucket you fill in the savings area is emergency fund. I feel it's very important to get that first $1,000 put away. And I even feel so strongly about it that, you know, you should not even pay bills. You should be late on bills. You should underpay bills to make sure that works. Now, why would I say that? I'm not trying to ruin your credit. What I'm trying to do is build a buffer for you going forward. If you're constantly letting your money go out, even if it's for stuff that you've already purchased without building yourself some sort of a, a buffer against the world, then you're going to continue to struggle. And you're going to have to continue to put things on credit cards. And that's what we don't want to be doing. Eventually, we want to tip the balancing to us to where we have control and we enjoy talking about money. And we're not scared to death to talk about money or avoiding it altogether. So get that emergency done. We want the emergency fund at $1,000. And then when things start to level off in other areas of your life, then we'll start building that out to three to six months of your essentials, which we're going to target to be half. So the other parts of savings is retirement. Now, many folks, when they go to work for someone else, they'll get a 401k and that company will match you up to a certain percent. So it could be as little as one or 2%, but it could be as high as five or, or more, depending on where the company is. I know my son just recently got a job and they offered to match him up to the first 5%. And I'm telling them that, you know, that's free money. That's almost like an instant 5% raise that you're going to be able to use that money later on. So 
If your company offers a match in retirement, no matter what you're doing, make sure that you're putting that percent away so that you can get that match because that truly is free money and you want to be able to do that. The next type of savings is college. And I know this isn't for everyone. Not everyone's going to college. But if you are going to college or if you have a child that's going to college or if you have a grandchild that is going to college, then you have to consider that as a savings. Now, you want to start when the person going to college is as young as possible because that will give you the most time to save up for it. And you can do this in a lot of different ways. There's 529, so you can talk to a financial advisor about using a 529 if you're convinced that this person will be going to college. But not everybody's cut out for college. So make sure that you're you're investing in your other retirement type of accounts, like a Roth IRA. Again, see a financial advisor to get the details on that. But the principle of that is you can use it for anything you want. So you can almost use that sort of like an emergency savings I'm not saying you should, but we'll go more into that in the emergency savings episode that's coming up. Finally, we want to get to investments. So in that 20%, once we've gotten our our emergency fund in place, our retirement is pretty much in place. If we're going to do college, then we can start talking about investments. Now, this is the money that's going to turn into passive income. This is the money we want working for us. You can put this in stocks or bonds or real estate or other uh, a ton of other instruments that you could put it into where your money works for you nonstop. It's going to be working for you, whether you're sleeping or traveling, you know, whether you decide to go to your active pay job or not, this money is going to be working for you. And that's the magic of how this, this whole formula works. We're going to build those systems to make sure that we're putting money into this category so that we have passive savings working for us. The next bucket that we need to be concerned about is essentials. Essentials are the things that we're going to need to just simply live our life. This is our food and clothing and housing and transportation, utilities, insurance, taxes, and mad money. And yes, I put mad money in there. This money is what we need to truly live. So in the beginning, when you're not making as much money, your essentials are going to be lower. You may be eating beans and rice. That's okay. I mean, you have to start somewhere. But as time goes on, you'll be able to elevate into wants in the type of eating you're doing. You'll be able to eat out more often. In the beginning, if you don't have a lot of money, then you maybe are going to be eating a lot of peanut butter foldovers. And there's nothing wrong with that. Everyone starts somewhere. And as long as you're putting money into your savings, then you can start introducing those wants sooner. Clothing, again, you're going to need to be to dress respectable for your job if you're doing active active income. Or, you know, when you have your at-play clothes, sometimes they may not be top shelf, top of the line. That's going to fall into once, and we'll talk about that in a moment. So as soon as we get our essentials taken care of, making sure we have enough, you know, socks and underwear and, and clothes that we can use for work, those are going to be our essentials. And then after that, then we can start building on that. We can start building on that wardrobe. If that's important to you, if that's going to make you happy, then once your other essentials are taken care of, you can start doing that with your wants. So going forward, housing, we want to make sure we're in a a safe place, right? If you're younger and you can still live with your parents, maybe that's a way for you to continue to save money. But if you need to live on your own, you want to make sure you're in a part of town that is at least safe enough to where you feel safe. It may not be the most high end, you know, or, or or the richest neighborhood out there, but you want a decent school district if you have children and you want to be able to make sure that you feel secure and that you got good neighbors and you want to be able to get out there and meet your neighbors and make sure that things are, you know, safe. So housing is going to be very important. And again, we can upgrade housing a little bit later with our wants as we start to make more money 
or if we have more passive income coming in, we can start to upgrade those. Transportation could be as simple as having a bus pass. If you live in a major metropolitan area, you can use a bus pass or an Uber. That may be cheaper than owning a car. And if you do decide to buy a car, you want to make sure it's something that's affordable and reliable. You want to make sure that, you know, something that you could pay off fairly quickly if you can't just outright pay cash for it. And then later on, as you start to establish yourself in your earnings and you get your offense going, your income going better, again, this is another area we could upgrade. But in the, in the beginning, we need to just meet the basic essentials. We need to be able to get to our work. We need to be able to get to our school and, and get be able to buy groceries. And there's basic ways to do that. If you, if you can use a bus, use a bus. If, if Uber is not too expensive and cheaper than a car note and insurance, then by all means, you should certainly use that. Utilities, well, that just simply won't go away. Now, you can, you can make sure that with utilities, you're very mindful of how much you're using. You know, don't use a whole lot of water. Don't use a whole lot of electricity. Make sure lights are turned off when you're not in the room. Make sure fans are turned off when you're not in the room. Be very sensible about how you set your AC, whether how cool you're going to be or how warm you're going to be in the winter. If you can do that or, or load up on some blankets and keep costs down, then you should do that. And as you get more income and you feel more comfortable with that, then you can be a little bit more you know, laid back with that. You can, you can keep the house a little bit more comfortable, but utilities won't go anywhere. You're going to have utilities for the remainder of your life. And this is going to be internet, electricity, water, you know, those basic essentials to be able to do and, and interact with society. So utilities, they're here to stay. Insurance, another necessary sort of evil. Uh, there are requirements there. If you drive a car, you're going to have to have insurance for that. If you are a homeowner, you're going to want to have insurance for that in case something happens. We hope nothing ever happens, but you're going to have to keep insurance for that. Even if you're a renter, you're going to want renter's insurance. If, if your neighbor decides to light a candle and sets fire and takes and burns the whole place down, you're going to want to have some sort of insurance policy to be able to replace the things, your personal items, you know, going forward. And that's what renter's insurance does. It's relatively inexpensive, but reach out to your favorite insurance agent and find out more about it. Taxes. You know, there's only two certainties in life, and that's death and taxes. Taxes will never go anywhere. If you're working for someone else, you're going to have income tax. If you own property, you're probably going to have property tax. And then, of course, if you go into any store, you're going to pay tax on pretty much anything that you purchase going forward. There's a very limited amount of things that you don't pay taxes on. And that's like groceries, like um, you know, true groceries. Anything that's already ready-made, you're going to pay taxes on it. Or any prepared items, you're going to pay taxes on that as well. So you're going to need money for that. That's going to have to be part of your essentials. You don't get a choice on whether you pay taxes. And then finally, there's mad money. This is the, the little secret that I want, everyone, I want everyone to know about, right? It shouldn't be a secret. You need a certain amount of money that you bring in with your income that is just for you. Don't ask, don't tell money. Guilt-free pleasure money. If I, want to, if I want to spend it you know, eating out at lunch, that's fine. If I want to play golf with it or go have some drinks with the guys, that's fine too. You need to have a little bit of money just set aside that you can spend that's guilt-free. And that's what mad money is. And we'll get into more of that a little bit later. But these are your essentials. We want to keep essentials about 50% of your income. So all money's coming in, 50 cents on every dollar, should be going towards this. Now, in the beginning, it's going to be very difficult to keep it under 50% because a lot of your money is going to go to basically keep your essentials going. You know, between savings and essentials, that's already 70% of all your income. That only leads to the last 30%. So the last 30% is wants. So this is where we start to introduce quality of life. We get to upgrade our essentials. 
we get to you know live life a little bit more fully you know now happiness is going to come from within but this is the this is the money that's going to help us boost our i guess our, our self-esteem it's going to help us portray ourselves maybe with a little bit more yeah, I don't know. I don't know the word for it, but you're going to feel better about yourself when you're hanging out with others. This is the money you're going to want to go on vacations with with your friends or your family. So what are the wants? It's entertainment, right? If you want to go to the movies or if you want to go out and play poker with the guys or if you want to go play pot-pot, this is the money you're going to use for that. So after the 70%, when we get in that, 70, that 30% area, then we can start entertaining ourselves. This is going to be getting those subscription services like Netflix and Hulu and HBO Max. Those are entertainment expenses. You don't have to have those to live. Now, it makes life a little bit more fun to live, but you don't have to have those things. So that needs to go in your wants bucket. Designer clothes, we talked about earlier. Once you have the basic clothes you want, if you want that nice pair of shoes that's pretty expensive, or if you want those nicer jeans or, or other clothes... This is where it comes from, the wants bucket. So if you haven't established that 30%, it's going to be hard for you to upgrade going from there. So once your basic needs are met, now we can start investing in better clothes. A luxury car. So now we've got the old beater. It works fine. It gets us from A to B. But now we're going to upgrade. This is the part of your budget. I'm sorry, not a budget. It's a spending plan. We don't ever you want to use the B word. I got to get that. I'm, I'm old school, I guess. We used to use the B word all the time. But if you want to improve your car, or your home, this is the money it comes from, right? So if you want to move, live in a little bit better neighborhood, that's fine. You just need to have it here because if it's not here, remember the other 70% is gone, then we don't want to spend over 100%. We don't want to break the bank, as it were, and start heading back down the slippery slope that is overspending and going further into debt. So if you have the money here, here's the way you do it. Now, if you have your passive income and you're nurturing it and it's growing, it may be able to help you here. This is a place where if you invest in real estate, perhaps you could maybe flip a home, you know, and there's, there's a lot of good ideas out there. So talk to someone else who's done something. If you have a question about that, if you know somebody who flips homes and you're, you're interested in doing that, maybe trying that out sometime, find somebody, find a mentor and do that. But this is the money, the 30% where you're going to raise the bar on your car and your home. And those are big purchases. So it's going to take a big chunk of this 30%. And then of course there's the, all the doodads, right? This is the, the jet skis and the boats and the ATVs and you know, all the electronics. I know for me, I buy a lot of electronics. I like the latest gadgets and playing around with those. So if you've got money that you can do that with, that comes out of your wants bucket. So remember we need to do the 20% first. We need to make sure we have our essentials. That's 70%. So if we can live off 70%, then we can start investing in improving the quality of whatever you want. And this is the this is the bucket where you want to be happy, right? This is These are the things that make you happy. If you're spending money here and it doesn't truly make you happy, like if you buy something and then you have buyer's remorse, then that's not truly the way you want to be doing it. So let's be smart about it. Think about where your money's going, one. Think about the bucket it's virtually going through and then make sure... And when you're spending, it's with a purpose and that you're doing it and it's truly making you happy. So in recap, expenses, it's the other side of the equation. Income is money coming in. It's your offense. You know, I'm, it, yes, and expenses is defense. It's money going out. This is where I think we need to spend most of our time because this is where we have the most control. Once the money's in, we assign it a category. It needs to be in a bucket, whether it's savings, essentials, or wants. 
And this is where we start to control. Now, if we can truly master this, this side of the equation, then I think we're going to quickly be able to automate ourselves into more wealth and, and happiness and financial literacy. Hey, reach out to me. You can find me at townleytech at gmail.com if you have any comments. Or you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn, Sean Townley. And then I have my website, seantownley.com. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Townley Money Basics. Goodbye, world.